Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous and our Into the West Mage Chronicle. This is episode four, Tea Time with Mages. Welcome back, friends, to Occultus Anonymous, sponsored by Roll20, hosted by The Onyx Path, and supported by all you lovely, lovely people who are out there subbing, following, subscribing, the other kind of subscribing, all that kind of stuff. Thank you very much. Uh, shout out to the podcast folks who uh, put up with me doing the bare minimum. I hope it's working for you. If it's <laughs> not and you're running into issues, please come by Discord um, because I don't do podcasts. So if something is weird, please let me know. Um, and a special shout out to our patrons who support us monetarily. Thank you to Adele, Al, Alan, Michael, Alexander, Ang Falleth, Bernie, Blood Angel, Brendan, Chris, Cream Cheese with Bagel, Daniel, Delore, Emil, Funzusu Raleigh, Generic Background NPC Camo, uh, George, Jack, Jenny, John, Josh, Julian, Catfeathers, CrazyMan1772, Melissa, Michael, Milo V3, Moku, Neomagus, Noba, Parker, Perry, Puppeteer, Riafio, Ryan, Shrixara, Sinna, Taryn, DR, Kane, Thomas, Thomas, Toast, Usafsama, Vortex, Why Am I Still Green, Woodfoot, and Zoltan. You're green. You know what you did. You know what you did. (laughs) Uh, So, yes. Uh, And if you don't understand what being green means, uh, you need to come by Discord uh, and say something really dumb. Maybe maybe talk shit about Venom. Mm. (laughs) That's Uh, what they did. I I think so. I can't remember. (laughs) Wow. The green name changes. The top the top of hubris. (laughs) Yeah. Talk, talk shit, get turned green. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yes, uh, welcome back to 1846 Colorado, or what will be Colorado, um, where uh, in Purgatory Bluffs, four mages have finally realized that there are four mages in this town. Uh, finally, we're what? Episode what? <laughs> four of six. I mean, four some of us have been here for months, though. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. For the longest time, you guys have kind of been in your own little worlds. And there's been a little Venn diagram overlap, but not enough to necessarily notice each other. And for a lot of you, uh, especially in the case of like um, uh, Ash's character, I almost said Cassandra, Gisela uh, is, you know, kind of not using magic all too often because she's also concerned about curses and, you know, all the magical stuff that you know, Cloak does is fairly subtle and, you know, not, you know, warping worlds. Well, I don't think anybody can warp worlds yet because uh, you all went with subtle arcana. Uh, but yes, um, we pick up now. Um, man, I really feel like I'm missing something. Am I missing something? No, okay, we did all our normal intro stuff. Anyways. Mm. Uh, yeah, time for the mad tea party. Exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. After uh, the, good. the the events of basically earlier this morning, in, in now that I think about it, um, <laughs> I know what I'm missing. There we go. I didn't have Roll20 like pulled up so I could see it because uh, that's how I cheat and remember what everybody's names are. Um but uh, yeah, it has been uh, a wild morning um, as everybody kind of does a bit of celebration and hang out because the Enright Bridge is open and we're celebrating it, which quickly became um, an opportunity for Cloak, Gisela, and 
uh, Isabel to all <laughs> prod the Royal Society and try and figure out what they're up to, which basically came out with not much information, though Gisela accidentally stumbled into kind of social faux pawing and <laughs> figured out, ooh, okay, well, they're setting up telescopes. I got invited to go. Uh, by so, the person who's not in charge, so. <laughs> right. Uh, so how good that invitation is, uh, who knows? But yeah. I mean, they like you. You brought them pastries. Um, so, yes. Um, and then later that afternoon, um, Theo and uh, Cloak basically tugged on some ears and bent some arms and... Uh, Arrange that everybody should come have tea over at Theo's wagon just outside of town, which, of course, just outside of town is literally like throw a rock. It's 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 over there. You can see it. Um, but it's a, a little bit off enough that, you know, Theo and Catherine feel safe um, and, you know, are able to leave if they need to. I feel like we may pick up with Theo already there, probably prepping and making tea. Um, mm -hmm. And then people will uh, arrive at a narratively appropriate and player decided time. I mean, Cloak and Isabella are arriving together. Okay. Yeah, because he sense. more or less forced her. Was that a like gun yeah. going there now at kind of conversation? Wait, he he was at gunpoint, but right. you know, at gunpoint <laughs> nonetheless makes it sound better. <laughs> and just for the record, Catherine and uh, Vosier are um, out right doing errands or. Well, I mean, they're probably enjoying the celebration. Sure. Right. Yeah, I mean, I would show up whenever. Yeah. You asked, so like. At whatever the time you gave me. Yeah, sure. Well, you know, we were talking like afternoon tea, if I remember correctly. Yeah, so right. what, like two? Yeah. Sure. That um, sounds good. So welcome, everyone. Thanks for coming. <laughs> Thank um, you. Things are a little humble around here. We're not big fancy folks, so pull up a stump and we've got some tea and biscuits. It's hard to be fancy in the frontier. Or when you don't have a house. <laughs> this is an interesting assortment of guests. Um, yeah, but uh, we are pretty We are the four wizards this. in town. Say wizards? <laughs> stomp, stomp, no, stomp. I'm just kidding. Coco <laughs> <laughs> actually doesn't interrupt you. I'm just joking. Mm -hmm. um, I've... We've, through various things, um, we have come to understand that uh, the four of us have a lot more in common than might appear on the surface. You sure um, about that? <laughs> yeah, pretty, pretty sure. sure. <laughs> pretty sure. Um, I don't know how it all works for you, jeez, oh, would I even know about flaring my nimbus? Um, that might be something that you could recognize because I mean that's instinctively. It's a. It's a. I would feel like basic it's a part of you, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's and it's a and, part of you. And for me, it's a because like your nimbus happens kind of naturally, so I feel like this is the like the mage equivalent to intentionally exhaling versus just Fle breathing flexing normally. a muscle 
It's like yeah. flexing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, since I that. inflated, I guess I'll start and uh, I flare fly your nibbles. Roll gnosis plus. I think it's just gnosis. It's just gnosis. Just gnosis. Just gnosis. Is <laughs> ah. that to see if it works? So how strong it is. That's yeah to see okay. the strength and then whether or strength not the if tilt. you have active mage sight on, you're subject to the tilt. But if you have it on, then you witness it. If you flare it, I thought it you just saw it when it was flared. No matter what. Oh, that's right. If you this want to flare it, so it. everyone yeah, can see it. Of the flare, right? Sleepers, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So I'm not trying to drain everybody's composure or anything. I just want them to see it. So. Well, and bear in mind, of course, that only affects rolls, not mm-hmm. the actual stat. Well, no successes. Um, and it's okay. for, it still for, happens, right, from my and, understanding. Yeah, but, and based on this, it um, rolls Gnosis and uses successes as the Nimbus's strength. So the flare right. happens, no matter yeah. what. It just has no strength, which, yeah, yeah, no, Theo meant to do that. She was pulling her punches. Um, so go ahead and because, you know, what what is your, you know, Nimbus? And feel free to get a little, little flashy here, specifically because this is what, they are experiencing and mm-hmm. you know it, it put Theo kind of there in the, the center of it so they have an idea so um, Theo just kind of uh, holds out her hands and you see like little spirits sort of extend out from her and fly off into the darkness and the, the shadows get a little bit deeper and you can feel mm. like the ghostly feeling of very light silk draping across your skin um, and that kind of stuff, and you can hear little whispers nice. happening in the periphery of your of your uh, hearing. And Gisela's gone. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, very close to making me just get up and leave. <laughs> Which I mean, if if that's what it does, then you know we we can role play through mm-hmm. that. I'm going to and all of it, like I would paint all of your. Your passive. I mean, it, it's flared. You just true. see it, right? Mm-hmm. Well, but notably, oh, you're also yeah, aware of it as well, right? Sure. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to not leave, but look incredibly uncomfortable. Stand up. <laughs> Cloak looks at Theo and says, "May I?" Please do. And visibly steps back to surrender the sage. He says, Mademoiselle Bao, I want you to do something, which I'm sure you know how to do. I want you to touch my hand, and I want you to see what attaches me to the world, what I care about, and I will surrender to your probings. Well, and this is very likely Cloak expecting that you do the same things that he does. So they just know what you do. Mm -hmm. He just figures if you can know something about me, you might know something that's important. So in general terms, you know, you think about chains, but if you don't think of chains, it's probably just saying. Yeah, interconnections cat you can cast Stop. on yourself and then you can yeah. view the window. And there's also you know, with creative thaumaturgy, there are various mm-hmm. ways to use a fate knowing spell to know things about a person. 
based that's on what i was fate. trying to figure out because like that seems like what interconnections mm-hmm. does but in the wording it doesn't say that uh, uh, yeah, interconnections 100 percent is looking at two things and understanding what the connection is between them so like this could be anything from cloak well cloak and his asan is that mm-hmm. the right pronunciation? Asan. 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 Um, or even <laughs> the connection that is now between Cloak and Isabel and mm-hmm. threatened. You know, so yeah, you would see, you know, uh, <clears throat> a bunch of faint blue lines. Um, hey, he's in, do that. He's in for... Fortnite now. <laughs> do, we, do we push or pull? <laughs> um, I want to do that. For Cloak and Theo. Because well, I want to know why Interconnections is cast on yourself, and then is you it? can study. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it's actually a very, very useful spell for just, like, walking around with. Mm. Uh, because if you... Do, 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 uh, the spell reveals marks on up to one subject per person, and then the mage can detect sympathetic connections between mm. subjects. Well, oh yeah, I guess it is... Yeah, mm-hmm. based the, on the, the subjects of the people you're casting it on. Yeah, I guess you can cast true. it on one subject per turn. Well, you observe one subject per turn, but yeah, you would cast it on everybody. That said, you could do an AOE and just be like everything mm-hmm. here. Should I roll for this? Uh, yeah, and you could also the, the advantage of creative thaumaturgy is you don't have to rely on the descriptions and rotes, right? You can just describe the effect you want to have, and if it makes sense, it's within the purview of the arcanum. And the practice. I guess just to reach. Because I'm going to reach out and touch you to get it. Sounds so good. for like instant and scale so I can look around. Mm-hmm. And I will use my seeing stone. Mm-hmm. Four dice. Sure. One success. Alrighty. Okay. That's all you need. Uh, yeah. So. I want to see basically how fate has brought everyone here. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna hijack your spell just slightly instead of casting on cloak legs. It can cast it on an area mm-hmm. and put that you know same effect here. Oh yeah, around. that's why I had the the scale. Cause okay, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah, uh, and yeah. So lots of you know interconnected right. little lines. Some are larger, some are smaller. Um, and kind of leaning in and, you know, like I said, and, and some of this is, you know, you kind of pick up some of the meta knowledge that you've already got, um, you know, like, okay, Isabel was threatened, you know, uh, Theo and Cloak had a, we say a heart to heart, or at least a, you know, uh, I, I would say more of a tete-a-tete, sure. Sure, yeah, there you go. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there we go. You know, a little bit of a, a back and forth. Um, you know, you can see probably, you know, some kind of like guilt between you and Theo. Uh, probably mm. Theo feeling bad for like potentially, you know, running you off or I don't, well, what, what, uh, what, how does Theo feel about that now? 
Well, she doesn't really know what. She just knows yeah. that something she did spooked her. But right, and that's that was my mm-hmm. thing. Is like, what you know? Did Dio feel guilty for that, or was it a just like, oh, what did I do? Well, yeah, Theo thought is more that it, it was more about her than it was about Theo. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah, gotcha. yeah, curious about her reaction. Yeah. Okay. There are connections here. There are. More than just that which connects us to each other. And if you need further proof that we have something in common, I can tell you things about yourself that I should not be able to know. Don't let him do that. (laughs) Isabel is afraid of the knowledge he has allowing others to manipulate her. I gently put a hand on Cope's shoulder. People are normally wanting privacy of their thoughts. It's the one place where we are truly private. It can be threatening for somebody to invade them. Well, we can only transcend that fear if we release ourselves from its burden. I'm curious. What can you tell me? May I touch you? And he reaches out his hand. And he's going to cast no nature. Hmm. Oh, and just in case anybody's wondering, we're definitely rolling all this stuff. uh, Specifically because if anybody has to start overreaching, I want to keep track of the paradox that might build up around this Mm -hmm. little tea party. That's per person, though, right? It is. Yeah. Okay. As before, this mm-hmm. is um, instant cast and uh, the reach adder to give obsessions and aspirations. And then sure. I'm spending a point of willpower yep. to give me a bonus three dice. So let's roll with it. I'll roll. Seven dice. Cool. All right. So the total things I get are your vice, virtue, aspirations, and obsessions, and the total number of dice you have, sorry, dots you have in mental and social attributes. Don't start Ash talking about how many dice she has. (laughs) (laughs) Dice, you say. I'm here for that too, though. To shreds, you say. I have... (laughs) 15 dots in mental and social attributes. Okay. Uh, Virtue is determined. Vice is pessimistic. Mm. My aspirations, um, I want to look into whatever caused the prime thing. Like what I was reading is prime. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you Mm. get that, but... (laughs) Prime, yes, but yeah. yeah. Um... Gain more confidence in using these powers. Hmm. And uh, figure out the details of my family's curse. Ooh, okay. That is the obsession. That's the obsession? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I got look into whatever caused the prime pain, gain more confidence. What was your long-term aspiration? Uh, that is a long-term aspiration, more confidence oh, okay. than magic. Okay. I only so have the was, one. 
Oh, only one short-term aspiration. Okay, sounds mm-hmm. good. And then obsession is figure out um your family is going on with your family's curse. Yeah. Okay. Ralph, you can look at those in roll twenty. Oh yeah, it just it's helpful for me to yeah. um actually take handwritten notes. I appreciate you for reminding that, Chris. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget as well. Cool. No, it's helpful. No, no harm done. So uh cloak does that, um, touches your hand, releases it, nods, and says I see goals and needs as chains. I think that we are connected to the world through the chains that bind us to the ground and the chains that pull us into the heavens. There is a chain that pulls you into the heavens, and it is your obsession with determining what is happening with your family's curse. It consumes you. You think about it all the time and is the primary driver of your experiments with magic, voodoo, whatever we all call it, it allows us to affect our will. It has been the primary driver of everything I've done since I was a small child. It can be a burden. And then he turns to Isabel and says, Oh, do you get um, info on like destinies with that also? Oh, no. That's fate. Knowing gives you that. Yeah. Yeah. So he says, it can be a burden, says to Kisela and says, uh, and he turns to Isabel and says, you know, kind of with like a, a conciliatory shrug. It can also be a source of freedom. I don't know what the hell you're talking about half the time and the other time I know you're wrong (laughs) how do you know I'm wrong because I don't see chains that does not mean I'm wrong it means you see things differently because I see a bear and he points at you a buzzard he points at Theo and a scared little deer Have you ever seen a bear trap? Yep. Sometimes bears get caught in chains. Sure. But that's not primarily what they do. I think there are many ways to see the world. Dragged through something by a lead. I crawled through the wastes and fought tooth and claw for this everything that I have I have earned through my skills my dominance and the blessings of the Lord above You can see the world differently. That's fine. But do not presume to tell me that I am held back. 
Cloak's it's okay, rest. guys. Chris and Ralph still <laughs> like each other. <laughs> Just go ahead and get this one out. Because, yeah. People this is often, probably not the only time. People are often resistant to transitions. Well put, Theo. I mean, a while ago, we were effectively strangers. Now we're transitioning into something else. Are we? Are we? <laughs> well, we know something about each other. That, however we do it, we have a way to impose our will on the world around us in different ways. I don't find that as a comfort. Yeah, does that make us friends? I didn't say it did. I just said it was different. That we share something, a commonality. I think there may be a helpful way to put it. We have learned new things about each other that may inform the choices we make in our future interactions. We may not like each other, and uh, Cloak turns to Isabel and says, um, but that may be one-sided. And he like uh, tries to affect a smile. I imagine says, it's like a bearing of fangs. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> you know, <laughs> a grimace. And he, and, and he says, "We all feel threatened when people learn things about us, and our privacy is encroached on. And it seems that we are forming relationships with people sooner than we'd like, or in ways that we don't expect." I like to speak plainly, so I will do so again, the way I did with Theo earlier. I'm in this town and for the foreseeable future. I did not choose to be here. Well, let me put it differently. I would not have chosen to be here if it weren't the best choice to protect the people in my care. And across an ocean and an even more indescribably vast distance, I transported myself and others to come here. I intend to explore what is available to me, what connects me to Bonjier what Vodou has offered me. And I could be a useful and powerful friend to anyone or an extremely threatening enemy if they endanger the people in my care. I would prefer the former with everyone here. I would prefer to break down the boundaries that keep us from appreciating each other, that maintain the hate we are supposed to feel for each other as a consequence of our boundaries, our, our backgrounds, and our identities. But that is up to you. I get the impression that Theo and I have implicitly chosen at least a burgeoning kinship. Mademoiselle Bauer, Signora Pilar, if you two wish to join in that, collectively or individually, that is up to you. I'll add that I've been like this for some time now, and I have never met a single person that can do the kinds of things that we can do. I don't believe in coincidences. So and the fact image. that there are <laughs> four of us here is 
too much to be a coincidence. I tend to agree with that. Yeah, Cloak nods agreeably. It's not the strangest thing that's happened to me, but you might have a point. So, chains, uh, ghosts? I seem to have an affinity for them, yeah. Okay. And you? Eventualities? What? <laughs> she wouldn't know that word. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, fates. The strings that pull us along different paths. Possibilities. Destiny. Okay. And now what do you? The world? I think it's a little different than that. The natural. Plants and animals. The creatures that live in it. And their reflections, their just like thinking through like several different languages to try and figure out how to say this. Uh, high speech, thought it out in high speech. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think I think that's actually a good idea. Like it's it's like instinctual, right? It's just like find, not finding the right word, and then she just fucking says spirit. Oh, and for everybody that goes, hey, I understood that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Then cloak realizes something, and says chains in high speech. Okay, that's fucked up. <laughs> because of course it's a different meaning than right. how he means it. All right. And she, like, actually sits down for the first time. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly, this might take a minute. Right. Cloak says, I would like to offer something, if you all would invite it. Well, let's hear it first. (laughs) Great. I think that I can connect our minds. Isabel is like, I just said. (laughs) Mm. Yeah. I know, I know I that I'm comfortable with that. Yeah. I think that you would be in charge of what anyone else sees or hears. 
Thick. I just would like to bear myself to you. If that's something you would like to see. Cures are definitely turning for Theo. Yeah. Cloak um, said what he said, so he's waiting. I'm not sure I'm comfortable with that level of intimacy with anyone. Hmm. I'm well, although I appreciate the intent of the offer, this has all been a lot to take in. I think maybe save that for another time for me. I'm casting a spell mid conversation. Yes, time I spell. am. <laughs> no out. manners, heaven, woman. Yes, I'm pulling out a card. Cool. Roll it. And, well, actually, I because you can ask a question after you roll. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Um, Dude, jeez. That's impressive. I had God. six dice. Oh, yeah. <laughs> six wow. dice and six, one six successes. successes. Yep. Uh, yeah. I'm just reaching and flipping me a card. And my question uh, was just. Will working with these people help me with my goals? Cool. Before like, I answer that, real quick, don't forget, you get a willpower, because that's an exceptional success. Uh-huh. Um, yes. And then what do you want to do with your exceptional? Do you want an additional step, so an additional question, or uh, a condition, or mana? Uh, I'll take a condition. Okay, cool. Um, which I think in this case is probably going to be Hmm. I keep feeling like I keep coming back to empathy, but um, yeah, it's a favorite of yours. Well, especially when you're all like trying to figure out stuff. Yeah, empathy is kind <laughs> of the, the go-to one. Uh, but um, hmm. if anybody else has a suggestion, feel free to throw it out. Um, pull up the old character sheet here, which also is everybody else's character sheet looking a little funny. Mine looks fine. Looks fine. Yeah, to me. I'm not. My my problems. dots are off center and a little weird. Oh yeah. Um. Okay, that's peculiar. Uh, yeah, I was about to say investigation. Noctal just suggested investigation. Yeah. So not a not a not a bad one. Yeah, actually, I think investigation yeah. works because that doesn't necessarily give them to be the a credit. scene because that could be investigating right. people. Yeah, that's, that doesn't hurt. Um, and then uh, yeah, okay. Uh, so yeah, th- the question uh, will will it help? Yes. Uh, yes, it definitely will help. Okay, then. You all have seen me just pull out a deck of cards, shuffle it, and then flip one. And we all feel you cast our oh, spell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I'll do whatever it is that you would like. It's very accommodating. Suspiciously so. It will help me. Well, then I have a request. Mm -hmm. If any of you find out what Mortimer's experiment is, please tell me if it may prove dangerous to the rest of the town. 
Now, a quick question, because I know out of character, we keep calling him Mortimer. Does, does everybody oh, sorry, call sorry, 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 sorry. No, no, no. He doesn't call him that. I say, I'd say Monsieur Bethune. That's right. Sure. I was consistent with that before. I made a mistake here. Thanks. So to revise, Cloak would say, if any of you find out the nature of Monsieur Bethune's experiment, please tell me if it seems dangerous to the town. Of course. This bell's just looking I'm good. trying to find out what it is for my own curiosities. Hmm, great. Hmm. Theo, how did we not notice each other? Well, I didn't notice any of you until... No, but like we've been working together. Sure, but... I can feel it when you folks are using your powers. And I'm sure you can feel it when I use mine. Nobody was using those abilities around me until the stranger showed up. And then I felt a couple of different events that led me to believe that something was going on. And I did some poking around a little bit. And I first discovered that um, Miss Bauer was like me i can i can see that sure um and then i felt something else that was different it had a different sense a different flavor and i was poking around the next day and that's when um mr broussard and i started our conversation and then he told me was it he told me? You had sus- you knew there was one more, oh, but you, you didn't were, know who it was. Right. And I knew that there, there was at least one more. And you saw the marks on the flute. And I saw that your flute was doing special things. And I put Not two and two together. Hmm? Not the flute. No, what? Well, no, no, no. You, so, yeah, something caused the, the f- it's not the flute. Well, I saw the residues of whatever was done on the flute. That's what's inside the flute. Okay. To the casual observer, those might be indistinguishable. Then you should strive to not be so casual. The point is the best part there is because we're talking about spirit to the morrows. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the um the point is that I felt something to my um extra senses and I saw an effect appear on your flute. Sure. So that led me to conclude that you I woke were, it up. Sure. 
so that let me to conclude that you were like myself. Sure. And, and him jabbing his tendrils of chains into my mind had nothing to do with that. I did not jab anything into your mind. I saw the chains that are already there. You shook my hand and used that as an opportunity to cast on me. Yes, and I witnessed things that are already there. I dislike the suggestion that I jabbed anything into you. It's okay. We've already established you won't do it again without asking. Indeed. I won't read what's there without asking. Most people would appreciate it if you didn't look at their thoughts, even if they are surface thoughts. I understand that. I'm not an idiot. I did ask for your permission after Isabel mentioned that she requires it. I also likely won't be requesting it of others who can't perceive these things, because that would be absurd. You've been making some progress, (laughs) but I feel like things are getting a little tense, so maybe we should just tone it down a little bit. We're finding out about our boundaries and getting to know each other a little. Um, I don't know. So what does this mean? So I don't know what it means, but I think that uh, Ms. Bauer is right. There's a reason that we're all here in this place together. Maybe that's not something for us to know yet, but there's a reason why we're here. I'd suggest we just keep our eyes open and our awareness up and see if that reason becomes apparent. Sounds good to me. You know where to find me. And just boop. I'm going to leave. Well, that went better than I thought. (laughs) (laughs) If any of you have any ideas of how you might be able to assist you, I would appreciate it. Cloak's eyes light up. (laughs) Yes, I do. What can you tell me about curses? I will tell you how I understand them through Vodou. Is that okay? Sure. All right. Do you believe in God? Yes. I believe in God. I also believe that God is far above us. And the only way that we can get closer and understand God is with the help of the Lua. The Lua connect us. They mediate the teachings and translate in a way. They also guide us 
in making sure that we can live our lives in harmony with what God wants for us. Sometimes that gets disrupted and that can be perpetual. And to use the way that I think of it, we can be bound in foreign chains that don't lead us to where we need to be, but keep us from going where we are supposed to be. There is a way to figure out that which enchains you and how to break those chains. And it starts by looking inwards. The Maroons I care for, we are all devoted to looking inwards and understanding that which chains us and keeps us from achieving the lives we want. And that is why we wake in the morning and again, when the moon rises, we enter the mines where we are not distracted by outside stimuli. Well, you wouldn't say stimuli. We're not distracted by many things. It is silent, it is dark, it is cool. And it is, I've found, the best way to get in touch with that you're not able to see because of everything else that clouds your vision. If you wish to join us at your leisure at any time, you're welcome. And I'm sure you'll find the answers you seek. Maybe. I don't. I've been to the mines. It wasn't a revelatory experience. Folks, yes. I think intention probably matters there. It's a place of toil. It's where you work. Work is life. Life is work. And the only way that hard things... Well, this is the truth about hard things. Hard things never become easy. They just become familiar. We have lived our lives in toil. We come from a country of toil, which achieved independence, but then subjected almost everyone except for those in power into servitude once again. You're welcome to your perspective, but we have found that we are always able to achieve our limits when we don't run from that which is in front of us, but we embrace it and use it to compel us further. I would imagine emerging after such a event might be something like a rebirth. Poke smiles. And he gets up because he realizes that it might be a good chance to give Theo and Gisela a chance to the chat on their own. And so uh, he stands up and says, um, Mademoiselle Bauer, 
Monsieur Broussard. Madame Stokes. Monsieur Broussard. Bonjour. And he walks out. I feel like I'm coming out of a Jane Austen novel, everybody being so polite. Say <laughs> bonjour. Well, yeah. More, more tea. It's early in the day. You sure. wouldn't say, you wouldn't say bonsoir. Oh. Wow. It's a good, a good day. Afternoon. I mean, you yeah. could say oh wow, but he doesn't mean like farewell. Oh. I thought bonjour was just hello. You can, I think you can kind of say, just like in a sense, you can, you can say good day, right? Like, <laughs> dog, she's Layla. Um, it's okay, Layla. She's very mad at me. Not fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. also, um, as a note, that's a great point, Drew. I was when Cloak is focused on being kind, he leans on those three dots of expression for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, I. Uh, Noticed a couple times that I appear to have spooked you. Inadvertently. That was you. Um, yeah, after you did something to one of the newcomers, that's when I did a, a reading, I guess you might say. My mother would have called them readings. Um, and I could see some things written about you that you carry around, like to my eyes anyway, they're like little signs or little indications. And that's told me what, that you were like me, but you, the moment I did that, you left in a big hurry. I went to speak to you, but your mother was very protective I, I um, don't have the best reputation with the ladies around here so I didn't force the issue I asked uh, Catherine if she could arrange for you to come to tea not through any nefarious with any nefarious intent just it seemed like that might go easier than if I were to try and approach you again And then when I did my display, you reacted strongly again. Is there something about me that bothers it's you, or the shapes? Hmm. What uh? What about them exactly? Is it just normal afraid of ghosts, or my father and my grandfather see them? Have seen them. Really? I don't think it's the same thing. But. But close enough that it spooked you. That it looks the same, yes. Hmm. And that is what I am trying to fix. So it's a problem that they could see them? Yes. I'm not trying to be facetious. I'm trying to understand. Um, It's more that they see them as horrible little things that bring misfortune. Hmm. And there has been a lot of misfortune 
That's why we are here. So you came here to try and escape it? That was my father's thought. And you were worried that it followed you here? Yes. Well, I will try hard not to uh, cause that reaction again. It wasn't intentional, of course. When you do it, I can see the magic in it. Have you ever seen these things that your father and grandfather could see? No. It comes later. Oh. So there's a history. Well, far be it for me to pry. I'm going to fix it. I'd be willing to help you if I can. I would welcome your help. I know, well, I used to think I knew a thing or two about curses and avoiding them and things like that. But since my eyes were opened, I, I don't know how much of that was actually real. They're definitely real. I don't know no. how much of what you experienced was. Yeah, I mean, my knowledge. My mother yeah. used to do seances, and I could occasionally hear whispers back before all this happened. You and I should uh, go to the boneyard one night. Or <laughs> actually, maybe during the day would be better. <laughs> that was a transition. <laughs> Yeah. Sure. Just to see if the things I see are the same thing that you're describing or not. Just to confirm. Hey, girl, let's go to the boneyard and see if you feel the same way. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to take uh, Cloak up on his offer? I don't want my mind right into. It didn't sound like that's what he would be doing. It was more like... Like a spiritual journey. I don't know how on board with that I am. Well, if you do decide it's something you're interested in, let me know and I'll be happy to accompany you. Mm -hmm. I uh, appreciate the... social risk you took in coming out here. It's not really that bad. I interact with most people in town on a certain level, so. Hmm. I know I just don't have the greatest reputation around town. Not many people would obtain, uh, entertain an invitation to tea from me. <laughs> Two and a half of them did today. <laughs> Fine. It doesn't bother me. Well, good. 
it's nice to be able to talk to somebody without that suspicion and hostility. Um, I think that's all Theo had. Unless you wanted to hang around and chit chat for a bit. Um, Out of character speaking. Yeah, probably just like chat some, but because again, I have like an actual, I have a day off. I don't have to. Mm -hmm. Well, I do actually. You got to do, but I have to go to the shop and gather up the things for the Royal Society folks. So yeah, I should probably get going. All right. So, uh, uh, did you have, okay. Um, uh, so Isabel left first, uh, headed to the tavern, I imagine. Cool. Uh, got to work. Um, right. I remember to think. You remember to think. I meant to ask when everyone else was here. Did you feel the pulse? Oh, right. The prime bit. We, we can do a little retcon back to when everybody was still here. So, cloaked in. It was very short. It wasn't like the other. It was. A, when did it happen? It wasn't one of us. That's what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It was in the. It was in the evening, right? Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, yeah. You would it have also, been at your home. They would have been performing. It was. One I haven't felt before. I remember that was for, a... for everybody else, you don't feel a difference. Yeah. That's a unique thing for her that she feels the arcana tied to it. So mm, that's right. It was different. What do you mean? It was new. Well, I, I thought. Did... It was, I guess, one of you doing the other things. But if it wasn't. Well, I felt something, but I assumed it was one of you. But I didn't see any lingering effects from it. I mean, do you say prime? Yeah. Height speech. Mm. <laughs> Prime. Yeah. I don't do that. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I don't do that. <laughs> what kind of nerd would do prime magic? <laughs> right? Uh, I want to find it. It's it's dangerous. I know that because I pulled a card and asked Hmm. Hmm. Well, I'm sure with the put our heads together, we can track it down. Where was it? Don't know. Cool. Everyone, where were you at such and such time that evening? The mines. Did not reach the mines then. Yeah, and I felt it out front of the tavern, right? Uh, you would have been in the tavern. In the tavern. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I felt it in my house. Okay. So, somewhere. In town? In town. Or. Nearer um, the town than the mine. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to figure it out. Yeah. It's. 
whatever it is, is dangerous. And so I want to find it. Buffy the Vampire Slayer it. <laughs> if you can find it, I will help you. Uh, so yeah, uh, Isabel's headed to the tavern, and then you said you had a thing before that? No, that was Ash saying she had, this, had mm-hmm. a thing before yeah, that. Yeah, right. We and, just did the thing. And, yeah, you were just asking people, so. Right. And Ralph, you were headed into town, or heading up to the mine? Mm, it's Saturday afternoon, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Say three no o'clock. Because this is after the, the bridge ceremony. Let's see. Um, hmm. Yeah, he probably would be going into town. You know, mm-hmm. showing his face, talking to people. Cool. Yeah, and and you know when you get up there and Isabel as well. Uh, you know everything is still you know fairly uh, lively and. Uh, I'm going to use the term because it's funny and it's 1846, but also because it's this group. It's lively and gay. Um, Mm. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people are, you know, relaxing, having a good time. Uh, The couple barrels of, you know, beer probably have been kind of set out in front of the tavern because, of course, the tavern isn't open yet. That would be that would be, you know, ridiculous. But, you know. Madame Robert is, is right there and just talking about, oh, don't worry, the good stuff will be open while the sun sets. Don't drink too much because I'm not getting paid for this, uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, but yeah, generally, you know, it's it's relaxed. Um, you can see the uh, the um, uh, clergymen. There we go. Uh, mm-hmm. Have set up like games uh, for the children, you know, little like a uh, Man, I am sure. Oh my gosh, not horseshoes. And what was the other one I was thinking of? Um, cornhole? cornhole. Yeah, you know, and some some of those. Other, I don't know if know. cornhole's been invented, but in our universe, it has. Yeah. What? Why not? Uh, uh, Google it. Um, <laughs> that doesn't sound like a safe thing to Google. <laughs> it, oh, it totally well. is. It's on ESPN. <laughs> Oh, patented in 1883. Also, Damn, over 40 years early. Uh, but that just means patent. Just like revolvers. Definitely was came in the past. Exactly. But uh, yeah, so you Craig, know. Also, if you Google cornhole game, it's probably more likely <laughs> yes. that you avoid the things you don't want to see. <laughs> you say cornhub? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, hilarious April Fools. I'm pretty sure they did that. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Did they? Oh, really? I would. Oh, I would that's hilarious. It. With a bunch of corn. Oh, God. Okay. Quickly <laughs> moving on. This is this is a family show. Uh, All right. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> I specifically mark our YouTube uploads for not for kids because I just don't want to deal with that crap. Um, yeah. So, yeah, for the most part, everything is kind of, you know, relaxed and, uh, you know, there's there's a good energy. People are making the most of a Saturday off. Um, Mm -hmm. There's definitely um, 
uh, out on the green. Uh, you've got a couple, you know, families that have got, you know, kind of set up a little space for themselves. Uh, and of mm-hmm. course, naturally, there's there's a few dating couples, you know, out here Ooh. in public where it can be, you know, all above board. But, Chaperoned. You know, right. You know, but mm-hmm. the, the blanket is out and they're sitting just close enough to each other. You know, it's it's very, mm-hmm. I would say, stereotypical. Uh, I- idyllic. Say what? Idyllic. Yes, that's a good one. Um, but yeah. Um, and of course, at this point, um, the Royal Society has disappeared up uh, the way up. Uh, actually, at this point, you can probably see them. Uh, tiny little figures up on the ridge line. Um, and occasionally, uh, if anybody's looking up that way, the occasional glint of light off of at least four uh, uh, Gisela would know mm-hmm. telescopes um, as things are being set up and put together up there. Oh, yeah, that's right. But yeah, if there's any specific place you guys are headed, we can head there. If not, you know, um, this is one of those classic like, oh, OK, and then we can fast forward. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Cool. And getting ready for the night shift at the tavern. Yep. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, Theo was ordered to be in attendance. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially, you know, so many of the farmers coming up and all the miners are off work all at the same time. Saturday night is going to be busy and hectic. It's uh, going to be a good time. Free beer is worth waking up for. You <laughs> sleep. Yeah, yeah right. actually, I think that's probably true. At this time, you were starting to notice there's quite, you know, quite a few uh, larger, you know, uh, quite a larger contingent, Oops. there we go, of the miners who have arrived because at this point, yeah, they've missed all the boring stuff. And um, there's no... Um, because you, you are talking about, like, total... 30 miners, a lot right. of whom have families here, uh, right. live here, you know, so like uh, Gisela's uh, father, some of the farmers, like sons. Um, yeah, at this point, this place is, you know, um, it's not a bunch of, I mean, okay, let's be honest, they're all kind of on the dirty side of things, uh, but it's not a coal mine, um, so they're not soot stained or anything like that. Right. Um Right. Um, but there is always a little bit more tension uh, when they're all out. Um, and so you do occasionally catch some stuff where the shift leaders are. Uh, well, actually, of note, um, let me make sure I get her, her name right, but it should be Marina. Uh, I don't even mm-hmm. have Conca open. Uh, but yes, yeah, Marina, Marina uh, which, by the way, hey, guys, uh, YouTube and Twitch. Um, I'm uh, actually Twitch. I guess I'll give you a link right now. But um, uh, Conca is now open and public. Um, and so you can come, you know, check things out. But uh, yeah, um, where uh, Furnace um, and uh, Tahoma are, you know, larger gentlemen who can, you know, intimidate and talk people down. Um, Marina is only five foot two and fairly slight. So she carries like a classic and it's, well, yeah, it's, it's, it's a club. <laughs> She's got like a, a whooping stick just hanging from her belt. sandal. Oh, actually, yeah, probably. Yeah, it's got because it's got some some uh, some length to it's it good. and and give her. She that would reach. have it around. Mm-hmm. Yep. 
Um, and so, yeah, that's how she deals with problems, which also means her shift usually doesn't cause problems. Um, <laughs> and, and, you know, because everybody takes care of their own guys, right? Yeah. That's uh, right. And that said, Marina, compared to the other three, is far more uh, maternal. They, the other guys are bosses. She's mm. big mama bear. But yeah, for the most part, like people are super happy. Uh, things are, you know, there, there are starting to be the occasional arguments. All right, all right guys, you know, separate mm-hmm. places. But um, with so many families, kids running around, you know, the whole little I have a, a hoop that I can chase thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, hoop yeah. and a stick. Hoop and a stick. Yep. Um, good I, don't, time. I don't think we've invented stickball yet. Um, but uh, yeah. Bring it all back. Mm hmm. Invent basketball, rugby, everything. Why not? <laughs> well, well, yeah, not rugby, but yeah, it's magic. Yeah, <laughs> there are there are definitely uh a, definitely a few kids running around with sticks and hitting each other with them and pretending <laughs> to be knights. Yeah, because hi. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The issue here is the ball problem. Yeah. Um, but yes, uh, definitely stuff to kick around. And back in the day, they kicked cans, so right, <laughs> cans have a bit of it. Yes, we, we still have that can <laughs> issue. Uh, but yes, uh, very, very idyllic setting. It's um, a leather wrapped sheep's bladder, that's right? Uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that because yeah, we had that in Aztec yeah. and Mayan times, so yeah, um. Righto. Uh, are we fast forwarding to the evening or later? Or is there anything? Yeah, there's something Cloak would like to do if it's okay with uh, the rest of the players. Yep. Sure. Um, and that's uh, take some time to work on that other short term aspiration he has, which is build trust with the other miners. Mm-hmm. So considering now people are not in the mines, he would like to take an opportunity to socialize with people. Sure. So he start, of course, by um, talking to Marina and to Homa. Sure. And uh, talking to him about the, the lanterns, which noted we haven't used them very much yet, considering not much time has passed since they've been installed. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, talk about stuff. yeah, at this point, they have not even been installed. Um, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that's like a, a discussion that comes up. Uh, but yeah, if if uh, that is your goal, feel free. Throw a uh, this would definitely be a good presence plus socialize role. Um, cool. And yeah. And, and notably, uh the three of them, because uh, yeah. uh, we, we have not addressed him, though I've mentioned him mm-hmm. a couple times. Uh, Furnace. Yes. Is... Oh, there are three shift leaders in the other mine. Mm-hmm. Because Oh, that's three... right. It's two mines. Yeah, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's fine. I'm trying to find Furnace. Edgar Furnace. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, definitely one of the oldest of shift leaders, uh, like early 40s, six foot four tall guy Mm. um and and norwegian uh so the accent Mm. is there blonde blue-eyed um and uh you know kind of kind of larger guy um Mm. and so uh but yeah he and um the the other shift leaders kind of move in in a group um and while they don't necessarily the three of them are not friends uh, though Tahoma and Marina are kind of, kind of, you know, friendlier um, mm-hmm. at this point. Their their Saturday off is yes, we will hold these mugs of beer and we will slowly drink them, but we are keeping an eye on our miners uh, for yeah. most of the Saturday. But yeah, I, I imagine that you can definitely get in and and have a little chat with them. 
and, yeah. uh, and kind of hang out. And yeah, with a, oh, wait, nope. Don't have nope. mine for yet. Um, nope. But yeah, even with the, the minus one on socialize, three successes. Yeah, it like, especially, I, I imagine uh, Cloak is not drinking because we know uh, no. Cloak's opinion on that. But you know, mm-hmm. with them having some drinks and, you know, out well away from the context of the mines, you know, things are a little bit more relaxed and can talk with them. And are you leaning on kind of the, uh, uh, we're all minors kind of thing? Or are you trying to steer towards like more personal interests and getting to um, know he, them as people? He'd start first by reminding them that we're all, uh, employed the same way. That we might have different approaches, but we don't need to be threatened. We're different minds and we can rely on each other. It's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. And we can't think of each other as competitors because we're fighting against the rock falls that happen in the mines and the psychological dangers. That's the ever-present thing. That's the real challenge. The challenge is in each other. And then he would go on the personal stuff to reinforce the connections. Sure. Cool. Yeah, definitely a, you know, progress at least to improving impression level because for the longest time you've okay. been rivals you know this mm-hmm. is the other mine and they get compared to you you get compared to them and stuff like that exactly cloak doesn't want that right we're all we're all in the same we all live together um yep. cool yeah which actually i think takes us to that evening at the tavern i suspect um because Gisela does inventory, and that's you know no big deal. Um, yeah. So uh, that evening, uh, we do see the return of the Royal Society. Uh, they come back down, looking a little bit, you know, tired of being out in the sun. Um, you know, it is April, and it is still nice weather, but it is also out in the sun. Um, of note, though. Uh, looking up towards that ridge line um, as you know the sun was coming down and stuff like that there are a few um, not tents but the structures and poles and stuff like that for mm. some to be set up uh, like they were basically clearing out some ground leveling some stuff and then setting up for what will eventually be you know a viewing station because of course Viewing the the stars right now would be kind of shitty because you have the full moon tonight. Um, so they are just getting set up. Uh, but yes, uh, you see them kind of return to, I, I would say they're old patterns, uh, but they've only been here one day. So, but uh, Rilla, uh, you know, finds, uh, well, in this case, isn't even able to find a, a table so much as the the far end of the bar um and mm. has got documents set out and has a uh, you know uh probably probably is actually drinking uh after you know uh the the efforts today um Jules is actually now that I think about it, I'm going to take a step back does Madame Robert allow for dancing ooh because I would think uh, yes on, you know, the appropriate occasions. Yeah, I think perhaps this evening the tables are more spread out. Mm-hmm. And some of them like rolled out to the 
into the street and make some space and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so uh, Isabel might spend more time playing than mm-hmm. than waitressing. Um, there are, as as mentioned previously, various other uh, uh, instruments that have been brought in from the outside and a kind of rudimentary band put together. Um, get the band back together. Um, and so, yeah, various various dances. Um, and the the tavern is lively. Um, Rilla does... Uh, well, no, I, I was going to say doesn't seem interested in dancing. She hasn't taken a dance partner yet. Um, mm. And uh, has Ooh. kind of blown off most... Uh, most interest, um, but also hasn't left the bar. Uh, Jules, however, um, has a full dance card and is, well, actually, guys don't have dance cards. Women have dance cards, but um, is dancing frequently and constantly and taking a break and, oh, wait, hang on. Uh, And yeah. uh, I mean, he's probably getting pulled out a lot because he's the new new interesting one. Yeah, the new handsome one. Yep. Um, and, uh, yeah, so she's, uh, she, he is, uh, having plenty of dances and having a, a grand old time. Um, Mortimer Bethune has finally managed to get hold of Anastasio. Um, but, uh, actually, who all would be here? Because obviously, uh, Isabel and Theo are there. I would be there also. Just because, okay. like, finished up inventory and now we're going to the party. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And close a fun evening. Yeah, he's trying to ingratiate himself with the populace. Gotcha. Uh, it is not Jules Verne. Jules' last name is not Verne. Definitely not Verne. Lamb. Jules Lamb. Should have looked that up in Conca yourself, chat. <laughs> uh, but uh, link is right up there. It is right up. Uh, but uh, wow, hang on. On somewhere. Oh, um, Anastasio. Uh, oh, I remember. Um, do you think many of the Maroons are also here? Or because if the group in general has a thing against alcohol, or is it a uh, cloak thing? Uh, he thinks that some of them are struggling with it. He's not going to like punish them. They're not children, right? Mm-hmm. So he knows that alcoholism is one of the chains or one of the limitations that many of them have been struggling with. So, you know. How it goes through. He's the way he sees it is: look, people at the bottom of the cult have a lot of stuff, and they haven't really gone through enough like soul searching to get to to deal with their own challenges, and they haven't found, from his perspective, the most productive ways to overcome your trauma. Mm-hmm. So definitely, people drink, and if it allows them to work and they're still able to accomplish things and grow, then he's not going to stop them. Gotcha. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. So, so yeah, yeah, definitely some of them probably drinking. Cool. Uh, well, and, and in attendance was the other thing too. So, okay, Oh yeah, cool, definitely. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you need to be there, right? Like this is the, the town party. So people need to see our faces. Cool. Um, yeah. So which also makes this the first time that, you know, there's been a party for them to attend. So yeah, mm-hmm. so definitely some interesting stuff. Uh, but yes, as I was saying, Anastasio and uh, Mortimer are, um, <laughs> they they finally got together and they're sitting there and they are both just like chatting 
a little bit on oh, the loudly yeah. side. Um, but uh, yeah, it is it is not business related. It is just like these back and forth, just wild concepts and uh, hmm. uh, basically Anastasio is suggesting business ventures and uh uh, Mortimer Bethune is shooting them all down about how they're impractical and unreasonable. And what do you mean a train all the way across the nation? Uh, <laughs> that's ridiculous. <laughs> Waste of money. Waste yeah. of money. Who would who would get involved in that? You know how vulnerable to theft it would be. Blah 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 blah. Uh, how would you even build it? Right. Uh, yeah. So a lot of just like they they. If there was productive conversation at the start, it was short-lived. Mm. Uh, but generally speaking, yeah, everybody is in, you know, high spirits. That was the term I was looking for earlier. Um, and having a having a good old time. Great. All and right, I, time to be blunt. Yeah, I was just saying, and you all can use this time for investigation or, you know, hey, we, we are all real people working jobs or having, uh, you know, Saturday off. That's A-OK, -okay too. I expect since Isabella is busy playing that Theo is doing a lot of running around trying to serve. Potentially, yeah. Um, and, you know, there's, I, I think perhaps rather than uh, table service, almost everything is at the bar especially with so many dancers in that middle space. I think Cloak is going to ask Rilla to dance. All right. So we will pick up there. Pull up. Oh, yeah. Especially after your little, like, moonlight chat the other night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we will pull up Rilla here. She's uh, a whirlwind romance. What is that? Western romance. Oh, yeah. Western romance. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, when, well, actually, yeah, yeah, set, set the stage here. Well, I'll set the cool. stage. You let me uh, know how, uh, Cloak comes in, but yeah, she's, Great. she's got basically the same set of like small journals, um, mm. set out a larger, more, you know, uh, hardbound, uh, book that she is transcribing things into, uh, cross-referencing a couple things, um, flipping back and forth, uh, and then occasionally taking a sip from, you know, a glass or mug or whatever would be appropriate. Okay. So Cloak um, approaches her from the side, right? Uh, and tries to approach her in a way that allows him, her to see him as he approaches. Sure. Instead of the weirdo, like, coming from behind and tapping somebody on the elbow, right? Um, so I don't know where the bar is oriented re relative to the door or the rest of the room, but he's trying to come in at an oblique angle so that she sees him approach, mm -hmm. he, you know, greets her and um, says, good evening, madam. Good evening, Monsieur Jean-Paul, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's totally fine. Um, and again, I appreciate it. Continuing in French, if I remember correctly, we talked about her yeah, wanting so to practice. Yeah, she's trying. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he says, uh, your French is improving. In one day. It seems. Sometimes things get better more quickly than we expect. Perhaps. I appreciated our conversation yesterday. It was interesting. 
I think people can surprise you in many ways. I'm often being surprised by the people out here on the frontier. Would it surprise you to learn that I can dance? <laughs> this is definitely going to be... <laughs> I'm trying to think of... He's going to ask directly. Right. But he's making banter with her first. So. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. Um, cool. This is more to... Because at, at this point, she's like... Because she's been approached by multiple people of mm -hmm. like whether or not she's just going to be like, thanks, I'm not, you know, not interested or... Mm -hmm. um, this seems like I a think good this time is, for a presence. Yeah, presence plus probably persuasion. Um, or socialize or... What was that, Chris? socialize or socialize like my word too yeah but i know that's okay. a minus one then uh wh wh whichever you prefer okay i would do uh wait we said presence plus what were the two options socialize uh, I was, and i was thinking persuasion uh just to cool. yeah. keep her in the conversation that's I worth her time persuasion mm -hmm. no particular negatives great thank you Let's roll that up, that wheel. Always want to be rolling well. Wow. Cool. Two successes. Yeah. Um, and so she she kind of looks at you and there's there's the, the small little smirk and sets the pen down and closes the book and kind of turns, you know, hands on her lap and says, I could believe that you could dance, but, you know, and kind of gestures at first uh, Isabel playing and then the you know, people dancing, and she says, uh, mm -hmm. you know, these dances, you're familiar with these dances? I'm a quick learner, and I would like you to teach me some of these. Ooh, okay. Uh, <laughs> so that is definitely going to be a presence plus persuasion role as well. What was going to have a couple negatives on it, uh, no, you're you're tapping on not necessarily her vice and virtue or aspirations, her but yeah, like, ooh, to teach? Yes, that's that's her jam, and she doesn't get mm -hmm. to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. So yeah, just flat presence plus persuasion, please. Cool, sweet. I mean, she wants to prove herself, so let's do it. Yeah, I guess it's true. It kind of leans into a little bit of the aspiration. Mm -hmm. I mean, specifically to Mr. Bethune, but mm -hmm. um, th this isn't directly related to that. Just in his mind, she's trying to prove herself. So, And considering her virtue is generous, he thought she might be generous with her time in this moment. That's a fair So he thought... Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Let's um, do it. We can take a chance. No, we got to get her. So it's going to be another will. How many of those do you have left? Oh, geez. I got three willpower left. Oh, no. That's a failure. Ooh, and a oh, lot no. of ones in there. So question, Jeez, dramatic terrible. failure. Um, mm. Or... No. Okay. Uh, I'm going to see. Um... How would I try and do this again? Um, and, and this is the one thing I, I will let you know um, is that like you have definitely kind of like. I guess, yeah, we can probably say there's an improvement in impression level, um, mm. you know, the the humility side of I, you know, you'll have to teach me these dances um is kind of the is the other side of cloak that she hadn't seen and compared to a lot of these minors and kind of the traditional male role um mm -hmm. 
you know, she's like, okay, well, um, no, um, while I would like to teach, teach you, I do have, and kind of, uh, touch it, touches the, uh, the paperwork, but nods mm-hmm. to the stool next to her. She says, but you can keep me company. Hmm. That seems like a suitable alternative. Uh, Perhaps I can help you with your task and then you can reciprocate if you feel comfortable later. Um, well, I don't know how much you'll be able to help me with the task, um, but, you know. I leave that up to you to determine. Fair. But pleasant company and a man sitting beside me will probably improve my productivity. Works for me. We've all been there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But yeah, so she, you know, turns back to her her work. Um, She's not trying to hide it from you. um, But uh, what languages does uh, does Jean Paul read and write? He reads and writes French. He speaks English and Spanish. Okay. So, yeah, looking over, definitely do not recognize the language that she is writing in. Mm-hmm. Um, the one thing I will give you, there are, because, I mean, speaking and, uh, sorry, reading and writing French, you are familiar with the Arabic alphabet. Um, and no, this is, uh, excuse me, not Arabic uh, alphabet, Latin alphabet. Arabic uh, numbers. Right. Thank you. I was like, hang on, that doesn't seem quite right. Um there are, you know, you can recognize, you know, the the uh the Latin letters, but there are definitely some symbols that are included in here um that are unusual. Um they're written in text um in uh i almost said dialogue but in you know sentence mm-hmm. structures it's not suddenly a big pair you know a, a big diet you know big occult diagram or something mm-hmm. like that um but yeah occasionally these you know extra little add-ins that m- must mean something but what they actually mean is not uh, immediately evident besides the fact that you know you do not speak this language but gotcha um how how nosy is Cloak being physically? Um, is mm. it a you know quiet companionship? We're just going to sit here at the bar, and if she needs help, she'll say something. Or are you kind of leaning in, looking, and seeing what she's doing? Well, we can't read it, um, so um, he'll ask questions here and there to make it clear that he is curious, and he is trying to politely improve her impression of him. Sure. Um, yeah, for a. Uh, bit well actually yeah what questions are you asking let's let's go that way uh he'll follow up on some of the questions he asked before right about her goals and things like that he says um i i felt a little discouraged when you said that or when you were less what's the right word when you expressed a less pronounced confidence in your own value here. Do you know anything about Ladoo? <laughs> um, 
No, I don't. Uh, tell me about it. Um, though I, I will go ahead and mention she she is engaging in the conversation, but mm-hmm. it's it's pretty clear she's not actively paying attention to. Yeah, she's busy. It's cool. He's just trying to make a small point here. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for allowing me to do this. So what he does is um, uh, she says, please tell me, he says. Haiti, like many colonized places as the legacy of gender bias. Fodou does not. Have you seen the Maroons with me? Have you met or seen Sanité and Messie Oh, she was there when when you introduced them. Oh, that's right. So, so she say, you saw Sanité, you met Sanité and Messie I did. They are not ornaments. Yeah, I, I think she says no. They uh, they didn't appear that way, and you didn't treat them that that way. And I would not. And there would be bad things for me if I did. My point is, uh, I come from a different tradition than I see reflected in the way that women and men relate to each other here. There is a fixed concept of the role of gender where we are. There is not where I'm from. At least not in that that we aspire to. And I think that everyone has a role and Cloak's going to, you know, lean on his change and limitations. He says that our concepts of what people are meant to do is a limitation on their abilities. Especially when it is wedded to who we believe them to be. Based on their appearance. Or based on some aspect of their body. Yeah, I think she she actually hang on, let me pull up. She's not necessarily pessimistic, but Well, that's her vice. Yeah, okay. How this was that's what I was wondering. It's like, is mm-hmm. she? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, this she's she's definitely leaning into her vice a little bit here. Um mm-hmm. and and yeah, it's like, well, that that must be quite nice uh to live in a place like that. Um unfortunately the Royal Society is not so free thinking. Well, if you had a patron who was more free-thinking, I'm sure that he could aid you in getting into the Royal Society. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, she's like, that's not exactly how that would work, but I mean, it's it's a nice thought. Fair enough. I'm only here to share thoughts and, as you said, share your company. She nods and um, there, there's there's a expression of food for thought, uh, but definitely starts to get a little more head down into mm-hmm. the, the transcribing work. That works for me. Um, mm-hmm. I am going to make a scene. Cool. Cool. <laughs> um, um, that scene is I'm going to grab Jules. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And use him as a sort of prop for my next song and story. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and um, you I'm, sit him in a chair I, and dance around him? Yes and no. Um, um, I, I, Chris, am inventing a sort of call and response folk song slash drinking song. Sure. Cool. To, to liven everyone up. And it's sort of a um, based on. Um, an auction of dowries for someone that's like real fast paced and everything like that and uh and because i'm just trying to embarrass him a little sure. bit about mm-hmm. how much attention he's had in front of everyone tonight and you know, that's great. Dance with them. exactly that's great <laughs> yeah i think that's probably well uh what is the end goal here besides making the scene uh, um i think it's to um To, like just like jackhammer everybody's like mood like oh, yeah. to the sky like oh, yeah. really so just like oh this is great because yeah. like you know all, all the guys are gonna be like oh I, I wish i could get them <laughs> you know right and then everything like that so yeah uh i'm gonna tap on my uh socialized carouse uh specialty here mm-hmm. that's a good And, you know, if Jules wants to pay more attention to me after this, because mm-hmm. everyone else just gave him a dance, I gave him a song. Right. Um, <laughs> uh, I like it. I can remember how to use this sheet. <laughs> it's been a whole week. Awesome. Four successes. Four successes. Ooh, so close yeah. to that exceptional. Yeah. So definitely, you know, across the uh, across the crowd, uh, like there's more attention to what's going on. People get, you know, especially, you know, like for the Maroons um, and, you know, some of the other folks that haven't heard this song, but, you know, and they catch the, they catch the drift pretty quick. Right. Um, and, and you've got yeah, like grandma shouting out how much they'll bid on him and stuff. Like right. that's, a, that's a good vibe, right? Right. Um, and as the, the song kind of ends and, you know, the flute comes down, um, uh, so tempted to roll a grapple check. Uh, but yeah, Jules, <laughs> <laughs> Jules uh, you know, like, because and, and, I imagine, you know, the, the playing the flute and then the flute comes down and he just kind There's of a- sweeps in, grabs your free hand, you know, and just like, yeah, swings into into a dance. Uh, uh, <laughs> in Thirsty Sword Lesbian's terminology, <laughs> I am now swooning. <laughs> <laughs> Or shit, what is the term? Why did you Forget. mention the snails? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? The, it's one of the move sets. Oh, gotcha. For the spooky witch. Gotcha. Yeah, when good. when you fall when you uh become enamored with someone, you have to blurt out something awkward and <laughs> whatever. Gotcha. Uh yeah. In this particular case, yeah, no, he's he you know draws you into a dance. There's some some more clapping and you know, from a lot of perspectives, oh okay, this is him. Getting his, you know, just Giving just back. rewards. He, you know, he was a good, yeah. He was a good sport, um, yeah. But, um, you know, kind of, you know, quietly that that you know, intimacy of the, of a dance, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mentions, you know, you were the only one who didn't ask me for a dance, so now you're just going to get one. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a shame because I can't play one handed. Nope. 
that's fine. Uh, you know, and you know, because because of course the rest of the the uh, the the group are you know they're, yeah. they're other musicians. Other people, other right. people fill in. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and you know, uh, I imagine Theo may even play you know like wing woman and like retrieve the flute mid dance, uh, or you know somebody else. You know, uh, it's like okay, that's fine. Isabel can have a moment to to dance before she goes back. But yeah, uh, no, no. Other thing, and now, of course, if you engage them in conversation, feel free. But yeah, it's just like, nope, we're going to dance now um, kind of thing mm-hmm. of of him paying you back. And, you know, after all, you've been, you know, super flirty. It's like, fine, <laughs> I'll take. And at this point, he's definitely had a couple drinks and, you know, the liquid liquid courage is high. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. Fall into that trap. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, Theo. Uh, behind the bar, uh, you know, for the most part, uh, and, and you know, we mentioned it before at the tavern, it's super easy, I think. And feel free, you know, that, that way I'm not playing your character for you. This is one of the few places where you can kind of let go. There's less there's less judgment here. You know, for the most part, it's, you know, Theo gets to be the, the pretty waitress and you know, people think of her less. Uh, you know, especially like the women and stuff like that. The the women who come here, um, you know, come here with their men or, you know, what have you. Uh, a little less, you know, concern over her, you know, being the, the exotic beauty. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. Usually that followed is more like the morning after when the husbands come home and they're talking about this pretty waitress. And, right. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah. Um, and so I imagine that's, you know, kind of flowing and moving, um, and you, you have a a chance to be, you know, kind of come out of your shell, so to speak. And, you know, I, I I don't imagine that Theo is necessarily flirty, but she's friendly. Not at all. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, but able to be super friendly and, you know, there's definitely some tips, um, and, you know, uh, or drinks bought for her, you know, stuff like that. Um, and, uh, yeah. Uh, if there's anything you're looking to do or Giza, um, you know, specifically, let me know. Um, just uh, s- still sowing a little bit of discord about the bridge and little comments and things like that. If there's a conversation that's mm. kind of leading that way, I'll sort of fan that flame a little bit. Sure. And this is, yeah, this is a great place to do mm. because everybody's getting a little tipsy. Uh, yeah, go ahead and roll um, uh, manipulation plus subterfuge. Mm. Um, Wait, hmm? she doesn't like the bridge? Um, she doesn't like Enright. Oh, cool. Um, Enright's like the you know the equivalent yeah, of a yeah, dawn, right? Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. So, yeah. Um, it's not Enright himself; it's the position he holds. I would imagine. Right. Yep. And the the privilege with which he knows he holds it, right? Like mm-hmm. Four successes. Heck yeah, yeah. So definitely, definitely, kind of dropping. Oh, where did expression come from? Uh, that is uh, that song control. Yeah. Oh, you were looking at. <laughs> Did I not roll? I clicked roll. Did do you have the pop up for additional modifiers? Oh, yes, there it is. Thank you. Brain work. No successes. <laughs> no. Oh, dang. Oh, that would have well, been really impressive. Four successes. Difference. Yeah. <laughs> Four successes on three dice. Um, <laughs> cool. Uh, taking that as a dramatic failure or just a regular one? Um, I already have a condition. Mm-hmm. from a dramatic failure but yeah i'll take another one okay uh well it doesn't necessarily get you a condition mm-hmm. so much as you get a beat and stuff happens yeah. um yeah so that's fine uh so you are if I'm, 
If I make you a suggestion. Oh, feel free. So what if the crowd becomes obviously aware, like there's a growing awareness how oh, no, no, it's worse than that. It's oh, worse okay. than that. No, mm-hmm. you're 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 talking and leaning over to people mm-hmm. and you don't quite notice when you're whispering to, you know, just making a subtle little comment and then realize that one seat over is Ike and Wright. Okay. Oh, that little shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. It's worse than that. And yeah, watch, you know, Ike, who I, I imagine mm-hmm. is doing the very, uh, and actually, let me go pull up his description, uh, is, is doing the very alpha male lean back against the bar, watching people dance, you mm-hmm. know, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. We have gone over his description. But yeah, 34 year old, you know, uh, Blue eyes, brown hair, kind of swept off to the side. Uh, pale, definitely does not get out much in the sun the way like his, even his dad, you know, does. But he's five foot eight and, you know, kind of on the leaner side. So he's not like impressively large or anything like that. Um, but has a, has a mean face. Um, it, it's it's a step beyond, you know, resting, resting bitch, dick bitch face. face. Uh rich asshole face yeah uh and yeah as soon as like he hears some some words he's not able to pick it all up because mm-hmm. you know th- there's music playing there's you know feet on the wood floor stuff like that uh or maybe stone floor but yeah kind of turns his head and just kind of locks eyes looks you up and down it just kind of nods and has a like oh it's like that and then just turns back <laughs> to watching the crowd <laughs> <laughs> Shit, yeah, what's his name? Ike. Ike. Ike will remember this pops up in your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So, uh, uh, wandering Isabel... back over to the bar with a tray of empty, like, oh, great job. <laughs> <laughs> Isabel definitely minus. thought about. Go ahead. No, I was like, he gets the minus minus over his head from the mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh Isabel definitely thought about trying to. Um, take advantage of his wealth and you know put up with that and then <laughs> quickly found that was not going to be worth no. it <laughs> no. uh and he i mean because and he's you know courted uh you know women in town uh you know especially as he was you know getting older but it quickly became evident that none of the women not in town it. are yeah are up to his level, whatever that might mean. Oh, um, sure. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm I sure he made that, the decision. I can see how that relationship would have ended up. Honest, Sheriff, he fell down <laughs> on his mine shaft and landed on some bullets. <laughs> <laughs> he fell on my knife ten times. <laughs> yep. Oh, man. Yep. Uh, but, cool. Uh, and is Gisela up to anything specific? Uh, I wanted... Like, I also wanted to talk to Rilla. Okay. Because I have realized that talking to Jules isn't getting me anywhere. Mm. And since I can see her sitting there doing book work, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, you are the brain's assistant. Potentially, yeah. Uh, cool. Uh, but yeah, you can see Cloak is over there. And I imagine Cloak probably just chilling there for quite a while. Or, you know, does... Yeah, until it's um, awkward. I think um, I, I. it seemed, Cloak got the impression that Rilla was inviting his company for two reasons. One, because she generally wanted to kind of chat with him and enjoy his company. And two, because she knows that he'll be respectful 
or she expects he'll be respectful. And therefore, he'll prevent any suitors or other potential dance partners from distracting her. Correct. So she gets the, you know, the isolation she wants and some pleasant company. Mm-hmm. Yep. So Gisela might not know this, but if Cloak were to approach, or sorry, if if, if Gisela were to approach, um, Cloak would, would step away and give her time. Hey. Yeah. Yeah, I will walk over after a bit. I mean, because at this point, I'm like, well, I am friendly with you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you guys so, are definitely within the the, lo- the level of, like, coming over and, like... And hey, chatting. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You gave her pastries a plus two friendship. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know about all y'all, but as soon as somebody gives me food, they are considerably more, like, it's buddy different situation. Buddy. Yeah, that's right. Donuts make me go nuts. <laughs> so, donuts. as... Gisela approaches, um, Cloak stands up politely, you know, because that's what you do. And he says, Mademoiselle Bauer. Hello. Um, what's your name? Bouchard. Are you here to talk in emotions? Um, <laughs> yes. And I'm going to sort of like turn to her because I'm going to talk about her right, while she's right, right here. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, the, the timing is good, you know, kind of realize, like, hearing the conversation, and then, you know, well, Cloak stands, and there's conversation, was oh, and, you know, it's, it's you know, bright, cheery, and, like, and especially since Cloak is, you know, John Paul is standing up, uh, she motions to the chair and says, oh, you know, uh, please, someone Gisa, fill please, the please seat. yeah, uh, <laughs> you know, and, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, oh, man, uh, Monsieur Boussard, I was going to get there. Uh, actually, probably still calls you Jean Paul. It's okay. Um, okay with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if uh, you know, if you'll uh, allow us to to talk a little bit, thank you very much for your company. Monsieur. Till next time. Okay. Until. And you know, motions. Uh, and you know, kind of leans over to Gisela, and it's you know, it's just us girls kind of vibe, mm-hmm. uh, and just says, you know, um, I, I think very bluntly, it's like. Do they all want to dance all the time, or is it because I'm new? <laughs> Both. Hey, a You're... bunch of miners sitting up there. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Both. Okay. An available young woman. Yeah. I don't. I, yeah. Am, am I available? Because they don't think I'm gonna they stay don't... around. I don't think they care that much. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so, um, no, but, you know, what, what, what brings you over? I, you know, I, you're welcome, you know, to company, but, you know, I am working, you know, it, I don't know if air quotes have been invented yet, <laughs> but we're using them here. Yeah. Um, well, I was interested in your work. Oh, um, and what languages do you read and write? Uh, I have German and English for the ones I can read and write in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can probably read enough Spanish. Gotcha. And I can listen to French. Right. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, similar to, you know, Jean-Paul looking over. No, you definitely don't read this either. Um, I, I would ask about it. It's like, I've never seen this what language is it um 
Well, this... Uh, and go ahead and give me some kind of roll here. Um, actually, I'm A-OK -okay letting you lean in on your academics. And, and I don't have any of, points in academics. Oh, you don't? Okay, I thought you no. did, sorry. Let's see here. Uh, yeah, I'm curious, because I know you, you were leaning on the, you know, we're of, you know, like minds and we're both, you know, super nerds. Um, yeah, she's got no academic. She's got a lot of curiosity. Uh -huh. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I think this is probably good. Um, hmm, how do we want to do this? Um, I guess we can do this as investigation. Well, let's start with presence plus persuasion. Which yeah, I know that's what I was your, thinking. Yeah. Presence and persuasion. Mm -hmm. That's three. Can you use a little power on rolls? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, what are those not. poor, poor mortals doing? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I have. I thought. Destiny gives me a bonus on mundane rolls. Mm-hmm. You can definitely do that. Gain the rope quality on a single mundane roll. Yep. Let me pull yeah, the mirror real, nice. real quick. Whoops. You have to spend willpower if you're doing it for a spellcasting roll. Mm-hmm. What is... The rope quality is you roll and uh, take a... Reroll your um the failures, your fails. Right. Mm -hmm. Yep. I will try this. Okay. Still zero. God. Oof. Wow. Yeah. Six dice. Seven, six two. Six. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bad. Um. All right. <laughs> I, I'm trying to remember. What's your? How many dots of destiny do you have? Two. Okay. Um. But yeah, she she looks and she's like, well, you know, because um, you, you ask her what it is, as in the language or the work? Uh, what's the language? Because I've never seen it before. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, she uh, she says, well, it's. Uh, uh, yeah, I think she basically says, well, no, this is this is a royal society. Um, business. I would, I would be, you know, I would get in trouble for disclosing, uh, Mister Bethune's uh notes. So in my head, I'm just going to interpret that as, oh, you've got like secret society language. It's not a bad interpretation. <laughs> Especially because similar to, you know, Cloak, you can look over. It's like, okay, those are normal letters. Those are not. Aren't. Yeah, there's some weird stuff in there. Um, uh, what are you hoping to find with the stars? Are you looking for constellations, particular stars? 
Uh, yeah, she smiles and she's, I'm not exactly privy to what we're looking for. Um, that is between Mr. Bethune, the Royal Society, and I guess Jules. Um, he knows a little bit more than I do, but uh, not much. Um, I just... I got that to, impression. Yeah. Um, and there, there's definitely a, a shared giggle, um, so to speak. But um, no, um, I, you know, I, I basically just transcribe notes uh, for Mr. Bethune. So there's, you know, some things I've picked up, but I'm, I'm not entirely sure what the purpose of our visit here is other than to use the telescopes to see something above. Yeah, I'm just highly intrigued by what's so interesting here. Just of all the places. Uh, of all the places that we could visit, no, it couldn't be New York. No. Yes, uh, you had to be... come to Colorado. Yeah. Yeah, because I think still it's the frontier. But yeah, and, you know, out here, you know, middle of nowhere, not a, not a, a stable fort, you know, or anything like that. No, a top of a silver mine. Yeah, I'm I'm curious too, and and hopefully, if we actually learn something, maybe you know, we'll be able to tell everybody here and and celebrate it with you all. That that's my hope. I I'm not a fan of Mr. Bethune's uh, need for secrecy. I don't I don't much care for it. Could you do me a favor? Mm-hmm. Um, and roll. Let me pull up the other book. Make sure I'm doing the right kind of roll. Uh, mostly because this is one of those things that hasn't come up very often. Um, but detecting lies. Mm-hmm. Um, Wit sympathy or yeah. subterfuge. Yeah, either of those. Uh, at a minus, well, actually, I think, yeah, at a minus two. So up until now, she hasn't directly lied. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it at a minus two. If I use a willpower, it's possible. Okay. Please, I can use willpower, yeah. Mm-hmm. Really? No. Oh. To, to remind, you can use your destiny to actually re-roll. Can you do that? Let you do it before you it, it is. It, this, that was the thing I was actually checking. You can get the rote quality on a single mundane roll chosen before you roll or re-roll a single mundane action after you see the result, though you must take the second result. Uh, I will do that. Okay. Do I have to? I don't spend the willpower again, no, do I? No, because it's okay. just a redo of the, of the roll. So yeah, it's just another you're six. interacting with the dice. What was that, Chris? I said you're just interacting with the dice. Mm-hmm. Three right. successes. Three successes. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's one of those things, and she's you know she leans in. I I don't like his secrecy. There's a little bit too much to her smile. 
um, and the lean in and stuff like that. And no, she's she's really on board with the secrecy. And there's a moment where you see some of Mr. Bethune's attitude in her of she's actually kind of glad to hold this over, you know, in what perhaps is in her mind, the the silly peasant girl. Right. Mm-hmm. Or the, the uneducated girl. Mm. The Hicks. That's a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to grab Cloak's attention and sort of just like, hey, outside for a second. All right. Cloak will nod. Cloak has a question. And uh, take a little drink break outside. Sounds good. And um, I'll admit I'm having too much of a good time tonight to continue to be hmm, unpleasant in your direction. Thank you. <laughs> um, I thought about what you talked about last night with the alcohol. Hmm. I could offer you a bit of a more lively experience for your senses without the sort of drawbacks that come with intoxicants if you weren't to let loose and enjoy yourself a little bit better. Mm. And seeing that's how we're talking about consent before we do things to each other now. Yes. But I'd ask. Are you offering me a chance to transcend a personal boundary in hopes of understanding myself more? He smiles. <laughs> uh, yes. Sure, sure man. <laughs> sure. I just Let's thought you might that. like to see colors a little harder or something like that. Yes. Thank you. I'm grateful for the offer. Roll it. Yeah. Uh, one dice of paradox. Oh. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Roll it. <gasps> nope. uh, Roll your wisdom. Oh yeah. That's real one. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. bah, 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 bah. Eight of them. First. First. One death. success. <laughs> little, little, that little bloody nose there. Oh yeah. This is the first time that's happened to you. It's a little bashing. A little, little bit of a you know, toothache. Yeah. <laughs> Soreness. Hmm. That's weird. What happened? <sighs> uh, and spell. Uh, I am calling upon the moon. Ooh. To light your way because that is a Thyrsus Yantra. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Thank you, Signs of Sorcery. Doing yeah, a bunch of great. cool things. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my uh, my flute as well mm-hmm. as a rod. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. I imagine you're mm-hmm. casting. Was that life one spell? Party time spell. Heightened senses. Uh, heightened senses. Heightened senses. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one, two, four, seven. Two successes. Damn. And for those at home who may be new to Mage, um, uh, it 
While the spell cannot grant a mage new senses, it can heighten existing ones, including touch. A particularly popular spell among hedonistic mages as a result, as well as those who want to revitalize senses dulled by city life. Um, Blah, 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 blah. And it's a bonus to perception rolls equal to potency, which is... Yeah, plus one one to perception, but... Anyways, so yeah. Um, do you have your mage side on when I'm doing this? Mm. Yeah, I think at this point. Yeah, he's, so. he wants to explore and understand mm-hmm. everything. So, so you're especially being got, told that you're about to yeah. cast a spell. Yeah. yeah. So you've got way too much composure to be fucked with my <laughs> Nimbus here, but you would see it. Um, and it is literally. Um, I'm not playing the flute to cast, but there are notes that make up my spell and sort of um, copper lines of um, shit. What's it called? Staffs. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Um, yeah, the music sort of like wrapping mm-hmm. around me in a in a dance and mm-hmm. a twirl. Um, and um, and uh, all of a sudden you're. You know, the the moon's a little bit brighter and you, you feel the breeze actually crossing your skin. And, uh, you know, the I don't know if you're a stinky boy, but if you are, you, everything's a little stinkier. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you feel the, the weight and the, the makeup of your clothes against your skin more and stuff mm. like that. Cool. He spends a little time delighting in what he witnesses. From her nimbus. And then starts looking up at the moon. And then before he gets transfixed, he turns back and says, Thank you very much. I'll see you around. And and Bebop's back into the... Yep. I gotta gotta get back to work. You know what Cloak's gonna do. He's gonna go try and uh, perceive animals more. Dope. Cool. Uh, Are there any dogs in a town? Any stray dogs? Or I imagine. Kind of dogs? I imagine. Yeah. Probably both stray yeah. and and uh, probably half those horses hitched up front of the tavern. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but there's horses. So that's something I wanted to narrate earlier. I didn't get a chance in mm-hmm. character, like in in the game. Um, that the cloak has been trying to um form ties with the dogs in the town. Mm-hmm. Cool. Heck yeah. yeah. And so it's like, hey, you can have a great party. Cool. I'm going to go pet some dogs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> which which I imagine. Because so, we get Isabel walking back in. She's going to play. Turns back to, yeah. to the door. He's he's not, not coming in. I can, he's leaving. What? <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> he's going to come back in about, about 20 minutes. But yeah, he's going to go down, you know, and like feel their fur more and like, you know, pet them more and just, you know, yeah. sit with them a little bit and look up at the moon, cradling the dogs that are neglected on the streets. Mm-hmm. Well, and yeah, I don't know how much neglected we get here. And mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, it's a, it's a frontier town. There are okay. dogs, you know, cause, 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 you know, think about like the, the dogs are either welcome and, you know, stuff is tossed to them or, mm-hmm. you know, they leave. You know, it's, you know, it's not quite like in a modern setting where, you know, there there's not wild stuff to hunt. You know, literally yeah. the dogs would be like, all right, I'm out. I'm going to go hunt, 
rabbits out in the grass, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I, I, I do think okay, there's definitely that 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 difference between the pets and some of the the stray, more raggedy ones. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I I was just sorry, it was knee jerk reaction to neglected. Uh, yeah, because yeah, mine with you. Yeah, the strays and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, I'm not suggesting that animals are being abused here, and that's sure, an sure, element sure. of right. the setting that we want to emphasize. Just in Cloak's mind, if an animal isn't cared for and it's left to fend for itself, it's being socially neglected. So in the sense that the Maroons had to fend for themselves. Well, no, not the Theosis idea, just, you know, look, look <laughs> if there's food around, it's one thing, right? Mm, and even yeah. in frontier towns, dogs aren't well adapted to the environment. Right. Wolves, sure. coyotes and stuff, even yeah. feral dogs were challenged. And so mm. that's, that's how Cloak thinks about it. It's not that these dogs aren't capable of taking care of themselves if there are resources. Mm. He's worried that there might not be sufficient resources for them to do so. Yeah, sure. so I feel if like... that's not the case, that's cool. No, no, I'm, I feel I'm, like I'm, any dogs that are around would be pets mm-hmm. because otherwise mm-hmm. they would probably be killed. Oh, potentially. Like a stray dog that is oh, yeah. a risk to like your livestock or whatever. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. That's yeah, true. That's yeah. a good point. That's true. Like any dogs brought in were brought in as pets and then their okay. puppies were pets. Okay. That's an excellent point. Yeah. Good point. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah. But I yeah. Bet the pets then. Heck yeah. Pet, pets and dogs. Yeah. Yep. And uh, then he goes back. And Ash, what are you rolling? Something not very nice. <laughs> I've detected that she's lying to you. Yes. Ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's only two dice, violence. so this might not work. But uh, reading the outmost eddies, just a very light bad luck. Just a very slight fuck you. <laughs> Is it a one dot? Yeah. Small blessing or curse that attracts good or bad fortune. As long as the spell remains active, the subject experiences an event within the next 24 hours. Such as hmm. finding 20 bucks or dropping their uh, wallet in a puddle. Yeah, just Ooh. some slight, a little misfortune. Sure. All right. As a treat. As a treat. <laughs> As a treat. Uh, so you've got potency to baseline. You're adding two more for a total of four. Uh, mm-hmm. Against her composure. All right. Where's yeah, and my reaches are for instant uh, duration. Well, if I go duration, it's only going to last a scene, right? Mm-hmm. You could take the reach to make it happen, make it happen within, within an hour. hour. That would be mm-hmm. four reaches. Oh. You've got two. You're only dealing with two paradox. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, I'll just take reach four then. And would you even know to be that cautious? I mean, I Probably guess we not. would know that uh, casting spells is more difficult than it used to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But okay. I don't think any of us have suffered a paradox at this point. Um, no. No. You would have seen the effects of it because that's what the Numa guards you against. And so you'd probably feel it, but the Numa provides... Um, well, you might have to feel that you're like stretching yourself, mm-hmm. but I don't know that anyone's occur like had a big paradox occur. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Wait, uh, and for my... I'm just going to like basically pull out a coin to pay for my drinks. So I'm just sort of like flipping it. Sure. Um, this is only two dice. It might not work. But well, hang on. Let's hmm? do. Par- well, are you spending mana to deal with the paradox or are you just going to let it ride? It's three dice. Hmm? It's minus four. Yantra and other bonuses is four. So you've got Gnosis and Arcana, which is three. Yeah. It's a minus. It's a six minus four. Oh, I. Yeah. 
Because it's no. withstood by composure. Right. Okay. Oh, my brain's bad. It's on, <laughs> right? Yeah. You're okay. Uh, uh, so, uh, hang on. The paradox, though, are you spending mana or just going to let it write? Uh, I'll spend one. Okay. So roll one paradox die. Uh-huh. Nothing happens. Okay. And roll this dice pool. Uh-huh. No successes. I'm really bad at dice tonight. Oof. Well, you used them all on your first roll. Apparently. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Six successes on six out. dice. Let's see here, and those exposure. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. There, I gotta get back to roll twenty. There we go. Uh, so yeah, no successes. So yeah, you paint the coin, think really bad thoughts at her, and <laughs> doesn't work. Nope. If you do it again, it's at a minus one, right? It is yep. at a minus one. Uh, and I will just remind everybody that's a bit of a house rule. Technically, it could be the same dice. We'll check with your SD. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. If you totally want to try it again, you are welcome to. Uh, yeah, I am. I'm going to be spiteful, <laughs> be annoyed that it didn't work. Okay, now a no <laughs> because you have provoked it's paradox. Paradox is now going to increase, so that you will be up against three paradox total. Oh, go for it. Yeah, you know, maybe mages forever. Cool. All right, I still spin. I spin two because I'm not using my mana for anything else. Sure. For so I just now. Okay. Nothing. And rolled the two dice. Oh. Nope. <laughs> I am annoyed. <laughs> I offer you a dramatic failure in this trying times. Re- repeat it into a chance die. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would, we, would, we, would, we would have the one die and the four paradox. Uh-huh. And then keep going. <laughs> yep. <laughs> If you were to count this, it's all about pushing your luck. <laughs> or controlling your luck, depending on your canthus. But yes. Uh, are, are you good with the two attempts? Or Yeah, it didn't work. I'm <laughs> going to take it as a sign that, okay, maybe yeah, you shouldn't. maybe it's not supposed to. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, coming back to, yeah, you know, that, that lie about secrecy. Uh, yeah, but she does explain, you know, that, you know, these are uh, specifically uh, points at some of the journals like, oh, these are Mr. Bethune's notes. Um, these are some of Jules. Uh, you can definitely see, oh, yeah, no, Jules does have terrible handwriting. Uh, and then, you know, versus her very clean and neat, you know, uh, you know, careful stuff. And to the guy's credit, they're making these notes out on the field with, you know, uh, mm-hmm. charcoal. And she's actually got a pen and is sitting. But yeah. So you just... You organize everything, compile it. Keep it, you know, uh, make corrections where where necessary. And yeah. Uh, I imagine yours are what get presented to the society. Uh, yeah, she kind of, you know, pats pats the book very lovingly and says, yes, this would be the 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 complete uh, record of of uh, Mr. Bethune's experiment. But it is, you know, his work, obviously. Do you? Do they not let you contribute? Well, I mean, uh, I will probably be listed as an assistant as Jules, but, you know, this is, you know, Mr. Bethune's work and we are tag alongs, assistants. 
I think technically Jules will be listed as his apprentice. Is he contributing? Oh, yes. I mean, uh, you know, in in all fairness, the, the three of us, you know, contribute. Jules and I, you know, move and direct and or excuse me, uh, move and and angle and record and, you know, but Mr. Bethune is in charge and it is it is his work. This is like the one work. who figures out what the numbers mean. Indeed. Okay. Um. So, Jules kind of said I could come look. I don't know if that's if he's allowed to make that call. Uh, yeah, she laughs and kind of rolls her eyes. She's just like, oh, that'll be fine. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know how many people will be up there, but I know Mr. Enright and and uh, Ike uh, are being invited up. I wouldn't be surprised if, if your boss Anastasio is invited. But there will be others who are invited up and they, you know, but uh, you know, to be honest, it probably will be a bit on the boring side, at least for the first couple initial nights, because we'll just be, you know, I, I think she actually kind of clams up a little bit before she actually explains. But, you know, before, you know, the, the first measurements and, and stuff will be boring. It'll be over the course of a few weeks, whether uh, anything interesting is noted. Well. I'm sure it'll be interesting enough. I've never seen through a telescope. She kind of grins and she says, that I think I can arrange. Just before or after Mr. Bithune is done with it. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank Um, you. And and again, thank you for the pastries. They were absolutely mm. lovely. Um. I will leave you to your work. Oh, um, thank you. I mean, thanks. you know, and like there is a, a, a small panic. She's like, you don't have to leave. You could stay sitting there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm going to go. Okay. Well, have, have, have a good evening. Mm. I guess I will go socialize. Sure. As much as I can. Yeah, because, you know, at this point, you know, like, I'm sure you have friends in town, some of the other ladies, mm-hmm. some of the guys, you know, stuff like that. Because you had a life, you've been here for, is it a year? Uh, two years. Yeah. So, yeah, some definite folks that you know. I mean, Gisela doesn't really have a social life. Like, everything she's got is work. Right, but you and are also not work at the shop. It's the side face, work, right? And yeah, you, but you're you're the face of the general store. Everybody comes in and sees you, meets you, and whether or not you necessarily yeah, parasocial relationship kind of shit, like you're she's the, recognizable. Yeah, right. like, but I don't know if she has like friends she goes and hangs out with because she's kind of just that's fair. Yeah, and especially because at busy. this point, especially this age, it's like, well, no, I'm off getting married and having kids or, you know, or they're a suitor or, yeah, that's true. Cool. Uh, any other specifics? Come make I- friends with Isabel. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, eventually Cloak obviously returns after petting all the dogs. It's like, mm-hmm. and I imagine Cloak actually probably knows where all the dogs are in town. 
It's like (laughs) every family that has dogs, like I'm going to make a quick little tour, little stop. You know, and also, hey, now that the bridge is here, now I can cross and and see all the you know the dogs over there. Farm dogs, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. farm dogs. Mm -hmm. See all the porches where the dogs are. Oh yeah, Isabel can know where all the dogs are. (laughs) I would. Oh, I didn't know they had a dog. Cool, but yeah. Otherwise, any other specific notes for the evening? Just keep them up my phone. Sure. <laughs> Especially after the, the <laughs> run-in with Ike is like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm just going to keep serving drinks and stay over here. Let me think. Can't think of anything specific. Okay, yeah. Um, so, yeah, you guys kind of uh, wrap up, you know, well, the evening progresses into, you know, proper night and, you know, uh, the more reasonable folks who are going to be up for mass in the morning um, head head out. And then a little bit later, the rest of the good Christian folks who will be up for church in the morning leave. And then the, the degenerates finally leave. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, things kind of wrap up for the night. Uh, notably uh, for uh, Theo and uh, Isabel, because you will be there until closing time. Uh, Mortimer does not get quite as sloshed as that first uh, first night, um, and the uh, the Royal Society leave together uh, with Ike and a few of the uh, cowboys, basically, and head up. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, the, the evening kind of ends. Uh, Gisela, you go home. Your parents are probably already passed out with you know uh the children um you know theo <laughs> getting home to catherine and veloja who are you know dead asleep but you have uh you know pretty hefty pockets uh after this evening uh i think isabel too but not enough worth adding another resource dot uh, but it was it was a productive evening um for for them uh and for uh for cloak you know going up with the i, I imagine at, at some point you gather up the maroons and make a group trek back yeah uh make sure mm-hmm. everybody's accounted for uh yes exactly and uh yeah fortunately tomorrow is sunday and so you know for those who were drinking you know have a have a night to to sleep it off um and that is where april 26 is will end and I can come over to Conca and cool. I can make it Shift the next day. day. <laughs> Yay. Because I am dead set on keeping track of what day it is. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, wait, hang on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Luna full moon. Cool. Um, but yeah. Um, and so that, of course, takes us around to Sunday. Um, and we'll talk about that uh, next week. Um, though I will note this may also be, uh, unless there's like specific stuff you guys want to jump into immediately, we may do a little time skip here. Uh, we'll talk about it, uh, after the fact, but, uh, cause in terms of major events, the Royal Society are going to spend a little bit to set up the telescope. And then as the moon is starting to clear up, um, mm-hmm. that's when they'll actually start to do some recordings and stuff like that. But uh, if we do want to have some scenes where you guys like experiment with magic uh, and talk about what you can do, especially after like, you know, Cloak made his offer of you know, telepathy and uh, 
Isabel's like, hey, what a party without getting drunk. Because uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I am 100% expecting that we're going to have some let's experiment with magic and it's totally not going to go wrong. No, uh, no problems. Yeah. So uh, I'm going yeah. to keep trying to curse people. <laughs> <laughs> there, I, I specifically was like, you know, no, she's actually going to lie to Gisela just because I want Ash to have a reason to curse her Spite. or somebody. Yeah, but cool. Just, just a little, one. just a little one. Yeah, so it's just dropping your wallet in, it's into just a, a little baby curse. <laughs> so, um, cool. Uh, with that, uh, I think we'll wrap up the evening and the session. Um, as always. Cool. Th- Thank you, everybody, for joining us. Um, it is always a blast to have you with us, uh, whether live on Twitch or watching on YouTube. Though, obviously, YouTube guys, we can't see your chat. So come by Discord, meetinto.space, and come hang out with us. Uh, we have a couple different channels where you can talk about the past episodes. And if you're watching this and it's been like, man, this has been out for a year or a couple months or whatever, you are totally welcome. Come by. We have a channel literally set aside for talking about old episodes and we will happily relive these episodes with you. Uh, remember that time that cloak did that thing? We're here for you. Um, and of course, if you just want to come by and ask questions about how mages run or check out bird pictures or what was this? We had baby, baby otters. otters. Yeah, baby otters today. Baby, baby otters, otters were the big today. thing this uh, this week. So yeah, come by. Bats were the big thing this week. Um, if you know, and, and you know, to throw it out there, if you need some folks to just hang out with. We're there for you. Oh, yeah. We're come on. Anytime. Super nerdy. Um, so be aware of that. Um, but, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Anybody watching? Ain't afraid of that <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, so uh, unless you went to math camp, in which case you might be too weird for us. Uh, sorry. That, that. that discussion happened on stream, didn't it? Uh, <laughs> yep. uh, Holy gatekeeping. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. Whoops. Uh, <laughs> uh so yes uh please come by hang out with us uh we 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 welcome you both arms wide open come get a hug after you get your vaccinations um creed style hmm? with arms wide open Um, and then, of course, if you want to support us monetarily, <laughs> including song, Chris, come on, in, including Ralph's <laughs> off the cuff singing, uh, that's patreon.com slash patreon.com slash the cold is anonymous or stay lucky dot club. Uh, thank you very much, guys. And uh, oh, uh, if you're watching this on Twitch tomorrow, uh, Craig and I going to go punch Nazis oh, yeah. on Gehenna Gaming's channel, 7 p.m. Uh, sorry, no, 8 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time, uh, twitch.tv slash Gehenna Gaming for Saturday night one shots. So also, if you are watching this and you're trying to keep up and you're kind of feel like you're behind, come by, hang out with us. Uh, literally going to be showing off how to play Mage to some other folks who have never played Mage before. Uh, and Craig is going to be there to be my malicious. No, no, totally no. Uh, friendly mentor type yep. um, dancer. Um, so yeah, we have a, uh, we have an artist, we have a dancer, we have a debutante con woman thief, um, mm. and a priest, <laughs> priest philosopher, uh, stuff. And we're going to a Nazi castle. This is some fucking hood rat French revolution shit. I'm into it. <laughs> yes. 19, 
what did I say? Thirty six. Oh, not French, French resistance, not French Revolution. <laughs> uh, this is so good. They don't go, but so high. It's 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 going to be it's going to be very good. There will be many a Nazi punched for their terrible, terrible occult uh, investigations. Um, Arrows on both sides, huh? Nope, fuck Nazis. Thanks, guys. No. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye.